Warren Buffett once said, when a manager with a reputation for brilliance tackles a business with a reputation for bad economics, the reputation of the business remains intact. What he's saying is that being in a good business matters more than being a good manager. And so part of being in a good business is being in the right market, uh, which I believe matters more than almost anything else <laughs> to your success. Uh, a few examples are when, you know, cryptocurrencies, especially Bitcoin, was going crazy a uh, year and a half, two years ago or so. Uh, there was people making all kinds of money. I mean, making money trading Bitcoin, making money selling software and services related to Bitcoin. Like it was crazy. Um, now, long term wasn't necessarily the right market, I don't believe. But in the short term, you could know almost nothing and make money. So in that time, it was the right market. Long term, not so good. Same thing with sort of uh, meme stocks such as GameStop. People uh, that were had no financial education whatsoever were dumping a bunch of money in there. In some cases, they made a lot of money uh, because the thing was just going up and up and up and up and up. So you didn't have to be too smart or um, savvy when it comes to investing to learn to make money in something that only goes up until it all crashes, which it all did and inevitably happens um, everywhere. Uh, but at the time, it was the right market. As it'll give you a bigger example that was a little bit more long term was early on in selling on Amazon. So call that back in like 2012 ish uh, to say 2016, 17. Uh, the competition was very reasonable, it was almost non existent at the beginning if you knew even basic uh, Amazon marketing tactics. And so it was a great opportunity for you to get started and build a business even with no prior experience. Now, going out an even longer time horizon, e-commerce today is still a great opportunity because in that market, the e-commerce market selling online retail, every year it pretty much grows. Now, uh, I think it even grew whenever it exploded during the pandemic and the year after that, because you imagine if something is typically growing at say 15% a year, and then all of a sudden one year it grows 30%, then the next year it's hard for it to maintain even more growth beyond that. So normally it kind of uh, normalizes after that. But it's grown pretty much every single year, and the long-term trend is still up. People want to buy more stuff online because it's more financially efficient, it's more time efficient than buying in brick-and-mortar retail, which is a business, a market that's kind of been in decline for a long time. And so if you wanted to pick any type of business to build, and you could choose whatever you want, sure, there are some brick-and-mortar stores who are going to crush it. They're going to find some unique models, some unique products, and it's going to work fine. But in general, if you had to pick a market to be in... To stack the odds in your favor, you're better off choosing e-commerce than brick and mortar. So when it comes to your own e-commerce market for the specific products that you sell, um, how do you know if the market in e-commerce that you're already in or want to enter is growing? Now, some of the long-term trends, people always want to be healthier. So any health-related products, beauty-related products, those are always typically going to be good. And this isn't really related to e-commerce, but people always want to be wealthier. So financially oriented stuff. Some of these things are markets that are always going to be good, even though the niches within there are going to change. So if you're looking at your current e-commerce business, whether you sell kitchen stuff, health stuff, beauty products, some toys, automotives, literally any products that you currently sell or want to sell... How do you know if it's a good growing market or not? Because this is the first thing to look at when you're looking for a big breakthrough in your business. So the first strategy is just, just to use Google Trends. Um, for example, there's a potential client that we're thinking about taking on to help this person grow their Shopify sales. Um, they sell an art-related product. And that product is not really that interesting. Market's not necessarily growing for that specific product. 
but this particular art product is used in a game that is um, growing like crazy. And so in that case, the basic art product, um, if it was not used in that game, would probably not be that great of a market to be in. But however, because it's piggybacking off of the growth of this game, if this person were to tailor that product, which is going to be our recommendation, even more so to that game, even though those sales are kind of happening automatically right now, that can be a very good market to be in. So how do you figure out if the market you're in or looking at looks like it's growing and is a good market to be in? Just go to Google Trends, google.com slash trends. Uh, for example, I searched greens powder. Uh, look at the last five years, uh, I believe is a good starting point. Also, looking at the last year can be useful, but especially the last five years, you're going to see some seasonality. It's probably going to spike around January, Q4, that's fine. And then look, is the market growing or not? And so if you were to look at the greens powder, if you were to search that in Google Trends, you'll see that there's a lot of seasonality. People want to be healthier at the start of the new year. So there's a big spike. But after every spike, it kind of normalizes at a higher level than what was before. So that market is growing. Um, so first strategy, just use Google Trends. This is exactly what we would do if we were looking at a person's products or market that we weren't familiar with. Strategy number two is to look at Amazon sales trends. Now, there's probably other tools you can use, but we own a tool called Zoof, Z-O-O-F.com. We have a Chrome extension that makes this very easy. This isn't meant to be a pitch for this. There's probably other people that do the same thing. Uh, but if you're interested, we can you can sign up for a 14-day trial for the Chrome extension. Just go to Zoof.com, Z-O-O-F.com. But either way, uh, one way to find out if products are trending well on Amazon is to use that tool. And then if I were to search for on Amazon, for example, for greens powder, uh, I can see when I let the Chrome extension run that the estimated monthly searches at the top, which kind of includes the entire search term, uh, that is growing uh, very well. I believe what I was looking at is going back to 2019. So that's growing. Uh, you can also look at the sales history for each product. You can see a little graph over there that'll show if products are trending up. So if I were looking at your market, I would look at your main products and see if the overall search searches are trending up and if individual sellers, there's going to be some sellers that because maybe their pricing isn't good or products aren't good or they run out of stock, that they may drop off the face of the planet. But in general, are more products going up than down? So that's a good sign to see if you're in a growing market uh, versus one that's either stagnating or declining. Uh, so a lot of times, you know, one thing to look out for here is that, you know, if you have like a fad product or if there's a fad, you're wondering if a product is a fad product, then you'll see in Google Trends or using Amazon sales trends is that the product could be real popular and then it's like just dropping off a cliff. Like if you were to look at long-term trends for like fidget spinners, like that's what you would see. And so that would be a red flag of a probably a bad market to be in. Third strategy is just looking for businesses that are winning in that space. And so you may be wondering, like, how did I come up with Greens Powder as an example? Well, because I listen to a lot of different podcasts, health podcasts, business podcasts, and Athletic Greens, I believe they've kind of rebranded for some reason, AG1, but Athletic Greens, either way, they are on every single podcast uh, advertising. And so then I'm like, okay, this is probably a pretty good market. It's either they found a niche that seems to be exploding or for whatever people, reason people like the value proposition and they're almost causing that niche <laughs> to get more popular. Either way, it's a good potential market because they're running so many ads only because they're making so much money. And then you can go validate that by looking at the long-term trends on Google Trends or Amazon search 
And then you're like, okay, this could be an interesting market to go into. And so as you kind of go through your day, you're on Facebook, you're on Google, you're on YouTube, you're listening to podcasts, take note of what products you continually see advertised. Because those ones that are continually advertised, the only way that's possible is number one, their sales are growing, which means they're making money um, to cover those ad costs. Or number two, somebody's giving them a bunch of money with funding to pay for those ads, which is also a good sign because somebody theoretically smart believes that that market it has a lot of potential. So either way, when you see somebody continually over the long term, say months, uh, running lots of ads and continually running ads for a certain product, that's probably an indication of a good growing market. Um, also, things to look out for, brands growing quickly. If you're seeing bloggers or podcasters putting out a lot of different products or content related to a certain market, that's also a good indication. That's how we ended up discovering the sort of uh, healthy coffee opportunity. I was reading a bunch of Dave Asprey stuff. He was just pumping out content. He was selling lots of products in that space. The whole butter coffee, uh, bulletproof coffee thing was exploding, uh, mainly because of him. And so that was a good indication of like, hey, there's a lot of attention going in this space. Maybe there's other opportunities here. And so that was, you know, four or five years ago. So today it's going to be different stuff. But if you're looking at right now, Look for those same kind of indicators, popular bloggers, popular podcasters, popular YouTubes. What are they talking about? What are you seeing advertised over there? Also, products on Amazon doing well. And so if you're looking at the top 100 on Amazon, if, you're just, if you don't know the product you want to look for yet, look at the top 100 on Amazon, then start looking at those same things. Sales trends, Google trends, and to find out if those markets are growing or shrinking or if it's just kind of a short-term spike up. If it's a short-term spike, you don't know if that's going to die off in six months. Um, so you may want to look at something that seems to be growing over a longer term, um, a longer time horizon. So fourth and final strategy is, are there under-optimized businesses winning in that space? Now, I believe this is less ideal. I'd rather have a market where the whole thing seems to be growing rather than a market that's maybe stagnating or declining and there just happens to be some opportunities there. Um, so if there are big opportunities to do better, if you're looking at a market and you're like, hey, this isn't necessarily growing, but I think these people are just doing a terrible job here and I could capture up a lot of their sales, that can work because um, you're basically capturing a large share of a market that is maybe not growing or is declining. And that can work, but long-term, it's probably not the best move. Uh, I also believe this is kind of harder to find in e-commerce today because especially when you're looking at something like Amazon, uh, Chinese sellers have just flooded the market and they've gobbled up a lot of those easy opportunities. And so you're almost better off finding something that the whole market is growing, lots of opportunities to win, rather than trying to be one of the two or three people that's winning in a bad market. Um, so those are the main things to kind of look for. If you want to check sales, uh, you can check sales on Amazon with Zoof or on Shopify using a tool that we've kind of discovered through a mastermind member called shophunter.io. So it's not perfectly accurate, but somehow they're pulling some estimations of Shopify sales. We've used it on our own Shopify store and it was off by quite a bit, but directionally correct. correct. And so if you want to find Shopify sales, you can use shophunter.io. We have no relationship with them. It just seems to be the available option today. Um, so I think you can use these four strategies to analyze if your e-commerce market or the one that you want to enter is good. If not, um, your life is going to be a lot easier 
finding one that is a good market. So if you own a business now and you're like, okay, I want to grow this thing as fast as possible, then the first thing to look at is, is your, is your market that you're in any good? Um, that's the first thing to figure out before you start devoting a whole bunch of time to optimizing your products, your marketing, all that sort of stuff. One of the most important things to look at. So to wrap up, I'll wrap up with another uh, Buffett quote. He says, one of the lessons your management has learned and unfortunately sometimes relearned is the importance of being in businesses where tailwinds rather than headwinds prevail. And so um, I found this to be true in my own experience is that when you have a business where the whole thing seems to be growing, good things are happening, you basically have those tailwinds he's talking about, that's a lot easier to make money than it is where you're sort of fighting an uphill battle. Like I said, kind of tying it back to the beginning, uh, I believe actually maybe this was a previous episode, you could be the number one world's greatest salesperson, marketer, business leader, executive. Um, but if you're selling typewriters, even if it's the best typewriter on the planet, just nobody wants them anymore other than maybe a novelty thing, uh, you're going to have a hard time. But if you applied all that time and energy to a growing market, you're going to get 100, 1,000x the results. So I believe looking at your market is the first part of discovering how to unlock growth in your business. So over the next 25 days, I'm focusing on helping you find the biggest breakthrough in your e-commerce business. Right now, over the next couple of days, we're talking specifically about how to make sure you're in the right market, or if you're not, or if you just want to do something else, how to find a good growing market to enter. And sometimes that may not mean necessarily expanding to a whole new brand if you already have one. It can mean um, expanding your current brand. I mean, Monster Beverage is one of the best people at this. They originally, back in the day, they sold natural juices than natural sodas, not energy drinks. At some point, they realized there was this opportunity in the energy drink market, so they started dabbling there, and they found rapid growth, and they doubled down there, basically all within the same company. And so you can do the same thing. You don't have to start back over, and I don't recommend you do. But right now, we got to figure out if you're in the right market, and if not, how to find new hot growing markets, which is what we're going to talk about tomorrow. So if you want all these episodes for free, please subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform or to my YouTube channel, and I'll see you tomorrow.